Daily Double Dungeon Radio Show COVID Free Double Dungeon Show <laughs> Adi? Yeah? It's our COVID Free Double Dungeon Radio Show Alright, let's see Friday The uh, 25th? 24th? Tuesday. I think it might be the 24th. I don't actually know, though. 24th. We'll, we'll go with the 24th. It may or may not be the 24th of April. Isn't it the 25th? I don't know. Is it the 24th? Who's to wow, say? Wow, usually I know. I don't even... What happened? This is good content, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is just a, it just may a or taste. May, it may or may not be the 20... I think I'm going with 24th of April. Uh, anyway, sorry, this is Rafi. That's Adi. Adi's looking Hi. at our, our Bible handbook to find out the date. That was sent to us. That was sent to us by my grandma. So uh, we're going to look at that. It's the 24th. It's the, tw- <laughs> it's the 24th according to Jesus. Thank you, grandma. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Adi? <laughs> yeah? Uh, we're, n- we're not going to die. Uh, so I want to talk real quick about Stephen Van Zant. Do you know who Stephen Van Zant is? Is that, is that the one who's also an actor? He is an actor. So Stephen Van Zant is Little Stevie, and he is in the E Street Band, which is Bruce Springsteen's band. And he's also he's, an actor. He's in the he was in The Sopranos. He was. What's his character's name? Do you know? I don't know which one he is. He is the the. Like the one that's like really like Sylvia, maybe I don't I don't know his name. That's the thing is I never watched The Sopranos. Okay, <laughs> so he's in The Sopranos though, and he's one of the main guys in The Sopranos. And little Stephen, uh, Stephen Van Zandt, is super famous for having been in the E Street Band. He's a very excellent guitar player, um, but he's also hosted a radio show on the radio in New York city for like 40 years now, like 30 years, at least 30 years, if not 40. Um, and, uh, I was talking to Abram today because little Steven is advocating for rent, uh, forgiveness, like, uh, forgiveness, forgiveness, sorry, for forgiveness. <laughs> no, it's like, it's not inventing movie? words, uh, <laughs> forgiveness. But I just want to, Abram and I were talking about how his, he wears headscarves and Abram was saying, Look, he should just go bald like every other guy and just accept that he's balding. And I said, no. Little Steven is one of the few people in the world that has an excuse for why he wears a headscarf. He got in a really bad car accident. And uh, it scarred the top of his head so badly that he can't grow hair in some spots. So that's why he started wearing a hat. And then he decided to go with the babushka kind of scarf that he wears now. Which is like uh, his look, and that's his thing, and he's worn that since the eighties. Um, so oh, wow. yes, and also I bumped into him once when I was going to play Magic the Gathering. Why, really? <laughs> on uh, the lower, or no, it was over on University. Okay, there's a taco place there uh, that he was standing out front of at like it must have been three in the afternoon, but he was having a very obvious business meeting. Um, and I accidentally bumped into him, like not physically bumped, but almost bumped into him yeah. enough that he turned around and I was like, oh, 
I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I know who oh, that wow. is. Um, but then I went and played Magic the Gathering, yeah. and I probably totally won because I'm totally awesome at Magic <laughs> <Okay>. the Gathering. <laughs> um, so that's my story. Daily Double. So I was telling Abram about his car accident, and it reminded me. Papa used to tell me all the time these horrific stories about people in cars. And so the first story, which I'll get right out of the way, oh, is man. that cars in the 60s, if you would get in a car wreck and you're, it was a head-on, say it was a head-on collision, you would be holding the steering wheel and those steering wheels weren't designed for any kind of an impact. So what would happen is the steering wheel would fold and the, the, pit, the, like, the rod that yeah. holds the steering wheel would not fold. And so you would become impaled on the steering wheel. Oh my gosh. And so Papa told me all about that. The second kind of car injury that he told me about was um, if you were in the passenger seat or the driver's seat, but mostly in the passenger seat is what this applies to, they didn't even have seat belts in a lot of those cars. But they started putting in safety glass. And the safety glass was to not cut. It was like, um, oh. it was sli- slightly plasticized. I don't know what yeah. they exactly do to it, right? So they they had these new windshields in these old cars in a way that, um, so you'd get into a wreck and your head would go flying towards the windshield, right? And because it was this new safety glass, it would break just enough that your head would go through the windshield and then it would, so it would all fold out slightly to let your head through the windshield. But then after your head exited the windshield, it would fold back in. So it would be a giant circle of glass all the way around your neck when your head would be sticking out of the windshield, but your everything else would be inside the car and you would be surrounded by a sharp glass necklace that that actually ended up killing a lot of people. Yeah. Is that supposed to be good for? No, this is this is early in safety. Just like. This is a, a side effect of early... Experimental design. Okay. Yeah, it's like side effect of early safety design is that people would get in wrecks and their head would be sticking out of the car yeah. and they would literally be cutting all around oh, their neck terrible. on the glass right. uh, if they weren't already dead, oh obviously. Um, and then the third thing that Pop always told me about when we were driving in cars is anytime there was a train going by, he would turn the engine off. And I thought that was weird as a kid because nobody else I saw turning was yeah. turning off their engine. And he said that when he was a kid in Nebraska, there was somebody who was waiting at one, a train crossing and they left their engine on and uh, the car slowly, very slowly can creep forward, especially if you don't have it in park, if you're just stepping on the brake, yeah. it can very slowly creep forward. And it crept forward just enough that the front of the car actually contacted where the train was and the train wheels grabbed onto the car and started just slowly dragging it further and further underneath the train. Oh, that's gruesome. Until the people were basically ground yeah. up into oh, beef to right, death. Well, so a... Papa had lots of stories like that. Wow. <laughs> like that. If you, if you want to know more stories about uh, horrific things that could possibly happen, uh, he told me a lot of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stories. Oh wait, no, that's not. That's a wrong. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, wait, we need a, we need a, a new one. Here, wait, uh, how about uh, this one? We have a lot of buttons that can't, don't have anything to do with that. Can't get the, out of that song. Yeah, um, coronavirus. So good. Okay. Um, 
Hey. So I was that. talking the other day how we found about uh, we found a bunch of ever blocks, yeah, which are gi- giant Legos, and I decided all I need is one cap piece, and I looked it up online, and it's like eight dollars to f- buy one cap piece, but I think it's worth it because if we can get one cap piece, I can turn these blocks that we have into a very interesting stool. Yeah, I think it's so, worth it. I think it's worth it. L- I'll keep an eye on it on eBay. Um, they don't come up very often. Last sale I saw was in February, and it was for oh. it was for like ninety blocks, and it was like three hundred dollars. So, oh. and they were it was like oh I only have white blocks. Yeah, which is why would you only want one white block? <laughs> what kind of crazy person is buying Legos, giant Legos, art installation, but only wants light white? And they said no, no, no. They said I have either white blocks or black blocks. Department store. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, yeah. I don't know. It, it, but if you if you just have only white blocks, it doesn't look like Legos. It just looks like a white barrier. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So it needs to be a mixed, colorful array to look like Legos. I don't even think these gold ones look that You're much like Lego Legos. You're a Lego expert. I am. <laughs> I've, I've said it before, but we Lego have... Lego interiors. We have a giant Lego um, collection. My family does. What? You I, do? Yes. I've told you before. We have an enormous amount of legos that we keep in a box that is i'm trying to like it would our box that we keep all of our legos in at home is probably the entire size of the interior of the the oven oh wow it's enormous and it was very large when we were kids and we'd pour it out onto a sheet all those legos um because my dad had a friend that used to work for lego so, oh, cool. Yeah, so we used to get a, a ton of Legos for free, and then we would buy all the Legos that we liked for free. But he would get us the expensive ones. We had the, um, the like, oil tanker set and the night castle set and, like, all these early 80s Lego sets that were very expensive. Yeah. The, the oil tanker set. No, they actually, get expensive real fast. Yeah, yeah, the oil tanker set actually floats in the back. Oil tanker we used set? To, yeah, we used to play when we were little kids with the oil tanker set. <laughs> wow. That set's great. Um it like connects together and makes a big long oil tanker. It's great. Yeah. Exxon wow. Valdez, but Lego. Oh, God. So. <laughs> it's random. <laughs> I think this is great. Uh, playing whatever random clips is <laughs> in between music. Um, so I went to work uh, just to say hi because they were reopened. Yeah. And um, I met up with a listener who is listening right now and i know he's listening okay uh uh, and it was great uh he had done three orders he said all day which is not that many but i'm sure it'll pick up once they actually get their hours posted right because i saw saw hours on instagram oh okay it happened i looked earlier and i didn't see hours it was very late okay and he said they're they're trying to get the the website up so they can take orders online um but it was great, and he gave me a 32-ounce, I'm trying to think how to describe it, cork container. You know the plastic cork container that you get for anything? Like a soup container. Like a soup to container. Go. A 32-ounce soup, soup, yeah. Yeah, soup to, to go. A large soup to go container. Yeah. And he filled that with beer, which was very nice, uh, except that I took like five steps outside of the, the bar, <laughs> and, and it started exploding everywhere, because... <laughs> Those containers, they're just not designed to hold beer. The pressure just pushes the entire lid off, and then they spray everywhere. Whereas, like, a regular growler, it 
funnels everything up to one metal lid that's holding on to the all the pressure. Yeah. So that's designed for that. So I hope they figure that out. But it was that's very funny. nice. Um, so you and I got, uh, after I poured off all the head that had exploded everywhere, <laughs> um, had a little beer. So that was yeah. nice. Thank you. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was good. Thanks. That was very nice of Chris. I don't know if I'm supposed to. Yeah, whatever. Chris. Every, everyone's named that. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, everybody's named that. Thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you. Daily Double. Wait, this and whatever. Wait, what? Pushed the wrong button. Um, no, it's still a daily double. Yeah, you're right. Uh, on the way back, I found a piece of a cactus that was dying that somebody was throwing away. It was literally in a giant pile of garbage. And I um, saw that there was one little piece of the cactus that was still okay that was coming out of the ground. You came to its rescue. So I pulled it out and I am hoping that it grows. It is now, check on it. It's in the window right there. How's it look? good wait you gotta say it in the microphone nobody can hear you <laughs> i said it looks good it's standing upright right it looks yeah. yeah it looks pretty it looks like it might make it sometimes cactus as far as i've ever seen like sometimes cactus if it has enough root it'll grow again so we'll see i hope so well ho hopefully um so come on little cactus you're, you're, you're our it's our our show's mascot right oh yeah a little cactus little mascotty <laughs> Uh, I wanted to mention. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I wanted to mention that Mookie still loves her blankets. We talked about this the oh, other day. Yeah. I put a blanket on her once I got home, and like an hour and a half, almost two hours later, she was still completely covered in the blanket, tucked in, loving it. She yeah. absolutely loves this. I'm really so surprised. I, I, I've never seen a cat that actually enjoys being covered up, ever. Like all the other cats that I've ever tried to cover. They run away as soon as they're, yeah. they have a blanket on them, but she loves it. So this She's is, walking around with it. It's yeah. hilarious. I love it. You don't know what hard times are, daddy. Um, <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> you retweeted today that you have a mayoral candidate mm -hmm. who is running yes. and you endorsed her on Twitter. Yeah. And I jokingly endorsed jesse ventura instead yeah, of your candidate yeah you did you did yeah directly beneath, immediately <laughs> immediately as soon as i saw it yours sounded very like formulaic and um not yeah. authentic my endorsement of jesse ventura on the other hand was entirely heartfelt and authentic <laughs> and uh your candidate then directly beneath my endorsement of jesse ventura yeah said thank you for endorsing me to me I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for jesse ventura to endorse I, I beneath hope, her i hope she wasn't paying attention so she I, didn't I notice yours <laughs> <laughs> thanks I think Th thank you for that <laughs> I, think it, I think it's great i think it's great fun fun to do bad things <laughs> um so the denver broncos got their new wide receiver today in the draft okay I mean, um his name is Jerry Judy, Jerry J E U D Y, is that Judy? Jerry Judy? I don't know. I don't know, but he's he's apparently quite a good wide receiver, and we got him. And somebody dug up some old tweets of his, and I'm going to read them now. Oh, man. These are his old tweets from 2013. Okay. What if you see Big Bird walk up to you and ask, "Where's Sesame Street at?" 
What if you see Big Bird and Barney slap boxing? What if you see Big Bird robbing an old lady? You wouldn't. What if you see Big Bird walk to you and ask her $5 so he can buy a bag? What if you see Big Bird juking in the club to heartbroken? Apparently this guy had some weird <laughs> Big Bird obsession at some point. Wait, was this it was it a series of messages or just one with all of these thoughts? Those were over the course of 3 days. Okay, so And there were some much worse ones that I did not put into this oh, list. Oh, okay. Yeah. That involved Elmo. Was this supposed to mention, were, was this supposed to be like deep thinking for us? I have no idea. I I the assume he was audience? joking, but also I don't know if It's very bizarre. Think so. He's got to be like eighteen now, and this was seven years ago. So this is when he was like twelve. <laughs> this there's, is terrifying. So there's a lot that, going on there. That Twitter like saves people's comments from when they were idiots, so that people can go back in time and dig them up. Yeah, I really don't like that. I don't like that either. Yeah, terrible. That's how it is. How is Bobby formed? So. My- I can't, was that a transition or is that that's, part of the scariness of this topic? That's a transition. Oh. <laughs> um, so people are making bread. We were talking earlier to people yeah. in the park, very socially distant, about making bread. And I was saying, the longer you let your bread dough sit, the tastier it is in my experience. So I'm going to make some dough and I'm going to leave it and I'm, we're not going to eat it for like a week because I want to wow. see what the maximum before it starts turning into not edible is because think about it. I want to eat it. But what I'm saying is like <laughs> if the curve keeps getting tastier and the longest I've let it go is six days, seven days, I bet if we let it go for like a year, it's going to be even tastier, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's a long time. I don't know. We'll have find you, have out. you just read up on this? I haven't. I've done zero blind experimentation. Yeah. Why not? That's how All right. quarantine works, right? Oh, it's a quarantine. Quarantine. We could say quarantine. Okay. All right. I thought I messed up. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> but a hygiene nightmare. So I wanted to talk about the fact that I have a foot wart and I've been Why trying to get rid of it. Why do you want to talk about that? Because it's working. My treatment. So okay. I had tried, oh, I had man. tried no, using. This is a topic. I, this is our Corona free <laughs> podcast. I come up with topics so much. <laughs> <laughs> I had tried freezing this this foot wart that I got from an old roommate off. So gross. I had tried freezing it with the like pump spray cold freezy and <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't come off. And so I gave up after actually several like we tried the the acid treatment that didn't work. Yeah. Like nothing was working. So I finally You did your read you did online. your best. I finally read online that duct tape would help. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm willing to try it because I've tried everything else. Everything, yeah. And I have to say, it actually has been helping. I put it on, it's been like a month that I've been putting one little piece over the wart and taking it off and letting it dry off and then putting it back on. And it's like almost... It, it looks much, much better. One of the small warts that I had is completely gone. Yeah. And the other two are much better. I have two big ones. And those duct are tape. like much better. So duct tape on your warts. That's it's really surprising. surprisingly effective. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. It's, this is a double dungeon endorsement. Of <laughs> yeah, tape. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. For um, still yeah. mad at that roommate for. Yeah, it's so gross. Not I, cleaning. Ugh. Not even like 
caring. Not even caring. He didn't caring. even mention it, but I, yeah. I found out later that he had warts. That That's, was like it's one of those the terrible roommate yeah. stories. Yeah. Awful. I'm drunk on panda mystery. Oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> allegedly. Okay. This is something that I just read today. All right. Whole Foods is working on a heat map of its all of its stores. We talked about this previously. Yeah. A heat map of all of its stores based on how likely they are to unionize. And one of the main factors that they um, think is pro-union is that the store is ethnically not diverse. Interesting. So what they say is, if they can keep a store ethnically diverse, it's less likely to unionize. They really think that? Yeah. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, Yeah, I wonder what they're basing this on. I am not sure, but I actually... Would not be surprised if more than anything, uh, ethnic diversity at a Whole Foods level, more than anything, means that the people are not living in the same neighborhood and don't feel comfortable communicating necessarily. Yeah. The same way you would with your neighbors directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a feeling they're just trying to hire. They're a- like overall maybe more disconnected. Exactly. From so, each other. Yeah. That would so, make sense. It's very interesting. It's something I'm keeping track of. And yeah, it's I want to hear that, more about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely look look at it some more. But a hygiene nightmare. Adi? Yeah. We got some phone calls. Oh. If people want to give us a call, we have call a phone us. number. It's uh, The phone number is... We received three phone calls. All right. All of them from Abram. Hello, Double Dungeon. This is Abram. I am calling with two tips for your audience. One is to run your car at least once a week during this quarantine. Drive it around the block for about five minutes because you don't want your car to run out of battery or to have some problem with the oil and your engine. I don't know, something like that. My second tip is that if you want an American phone number, but you're in another country and you don't already have an American phone number, you can sign up for a phone number on Skype, an American phone number. You have to pay like $6. Then you have to pay another $6 to forward that phone number to your Mexican phone number. So then you can also connect a Google Voice number to that Skype number. And then when you call people, you'll have an American number to dial out. This is a very specific tip. And it'll go back to your actual phone number in a different country. And it'll all work out. And it's only like 15 bucks a month, which is much cheaper than any plan you can get in the U.S. And that's my advice for everybody if you're ever in that situation. Thanks. Bye! So if, you're, if you ever get trapped in Mexico, that's the plan right there. Yeah. Uh, he that called makes back. sense, though, in its own way. Yeah. He called back. I double dungeon. My last call didn't explain why you have to use so many different things to get the number. But it's because Skype has really crappy call quality. Sounds really bad on it. So you have to figure out a way to get around that. And you have to use data or Wi-Fi to be able to make a call on Skype. But if you do the whole forwarding thing, then you can operate your phone regularly like it's an actual phone. Anyways, pretty neat. Bye. Thanks. And he called back a third time. I double dozen. It's a problem again. I forgot to say why. 
I know that you should be running your cars at least once a week. But it's because I thought my car battery had died. Oh, wait, now dogs are barking. Stupid <laughs> honey. They're too loud. They're being bad. Bad dogs. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I thought my car battery had died. And so I took the car to the mechanic earlier this week. Well, not the car. I took the battery itself to the mechanic. And I walked down there, and he charged it. And then I took it back. I stuck it in the car, and the car started. And that was good. So I disconnected the battery, so I was like, I don't want to run out of battery again because I don't know what's going on, really. So then I went to go get in the car the other day, and the car wouldn't start. And it's because uh, I had uh, not connected the battery. No, no, it was because the battery had died again, I, or so I thought. So I did the mechanic yesterday and took the battery, and he said, okay, I'll charge this up, but you should try this other battery in the meanwhile, and you can get around with it. And so I said, okay. So I took that battery and walked it back to my house. And um, stuck the battery in the car, and the car still wouldn't start. So I said, oh, crap. I don't know. Maybe this battery just wasn't good to begin with. And then I took that battery back to a guy for my original battery. It's a very long said, story. Well, I don't think it's that. I think it's the starter. So I took my original battery back, stuck that in the car. It actually started. Drove it down to the mechanic. And then there, I showed him, you know, I turned it off and turned it back on. He said, oh, yeah, the starter's causing a problem. It's taking up too much juice. So he said, I got I to gotta take this apart for you. I said, okay, you can do that. And I said, uh, you know, I'll call you around 3 o'clock then. This was about 12 o'clock. He said, I'll call you at 3 o'clock and we'll see how it is. So then I called him at 3 o'clock. He didn't answer. And his phone was shut off. It sent me straight to the voicemail. So I said, great, I'll call at 4. So then I called at four, and the same thing went check the voicemail. So I went walking again, and this is about a 15 or 20 minute walk, which I guess isn't too much for you guys in New York, but I have to go there and I have to go back. <laughs> and it's like 95 or 96 degrees every day here now. So I walked down there to, 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 to check on the car, and there he was eating enchiladas. <laughs> he said, Oh, it'll be another hour. So I gave him more than an hour. I gave him two hours. The next time when I came back, and I heard him as I was around the corner saying, where is this guy? He needs to come get his car. And uh, he was sitting there with his other helper mechanic drinking a bunch of beer. So he was <laughs> the car back. And I got the car back, but I had to walk back and forth about four times yesterday. Oh, man. I walked back and forth for about two and a half hours in the heat yesterday. Oh, wow. It, it was bad. So this is why you need to run your cars at least once a week and uh, make sure that nothing bad happens during this quarantine. All right. Bye. My my favorite part about that story is that the guy was eating enchiladas for lunch and then drinking beer, a bunch of beers yeah. at like three o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. So this guy obviously is living the ideal yeah. Mexican life. He knows how to run his business. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fantastic. But yes, run your car. If you you have to run your car at least once a week. This is something that people don't think about because it, all the fluids in the car need to go over the engine. Yeah. And keep it hydrated with oil except that's not really hydrated it's oiled you need to keep your car running so there you interesting. go interesting yeah good Rise from your grave. um yeah <laughs> what what's so happening I, I took our my soup that i made yesterday yeah that was somewhat like italian wedding stew soup with the meatballs and i added pasta today and I added a little bit of roux, which is butter and flour cooked. Mm-hmm. I added that all in. Then I cooked it down, and you liked it better than it, it was, was yesterday. It was so good. It was like somewhere between Spanish soup 
and pasta fazool, which is um, pasta and beans, Italian, American yeah. style, is pasta fazool. The they type call of pasta it. Pasta did you use? But it's not. They don't, it's not actually. It's fagioli. But uh, pasta fazool. It was um, gemelli, which is Gemelli. my favorite. Gemelli is my favorite type I of love pasta. That one. That's the one that's like twisted in a little helix. And I think it has the best tooth feel out of all the pasta yeah, that we can get. for sure. The radiatori, the old style radiatori, they don't make those anymore, which was the one that... Remember there was one that had no. like little... It's named after a radiator because it looks like a radiator. It's got like little ridges all the way down. They don't make that one anymore. I used to uh-huh. like that one, but... Um, I don't remember that. I'll have to yeah, look it it's, up. It's an old style. But um, so I, I like Jamelli the best. So that's what I added, and it came out great. And that is um, definitely a good way to cook up some stew. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to call out a video game as being particularly terrible. And that video game, very specific. Okay. Need for Speed Wii Edition. Is terrible. Okay, what's what's wrong with it? So, car game. Yeah, it's a car. It's a driving game, right? Okay. And a normal driving game, you want to use like a regular controller on, right? But no, this is the Wii edition. So you have the nunchuck, which is yeah. the Wii remote, which is looks like your your TV remote, and then a little side handle thing. And all of the controller options demand that you use this setup. You can't. Most games that are like this allow you to plug in a regular... They they even sell a regular controller, which I have, which is just a regular controller. Right. You can't use that for this. You have to use a stupid remote and the little controller. So your options are you can use your remote controller to steer the car, which is one of the least precise ways to ever control any car ever. You can't turn it? You have to... Con- yeah. No, that's what I'm saying is you have to use the remote like this, which is very imprecise. It's very imprecise. Or the other option they give you is you steer with your little left finger thing. Oh, yeah. And the remote, you have to act like it's a gas pedal. So depending on how close to vertical it is, that's the gas pedal. Oh, really? And it was atrocious. I can't operate this game. This game is awful. It sounds like it to be in like total control. It's atrocious. It's rest and fingers. Yeah. It's really not anything fun. And this is, this is exactly why the Wii is so harshly criticized now is that they were like trying to introduce all these weird control schemes that were stupid Mm -hmm. and they never should have tried and they should have allowed just regular gameplay. And they didn't. Yeah. So, dumb. Huh. Very dumb. Daily double. Um, we saw a very cute cat that was in our backyard today. Oh yeah. It was a very skinny little guy. It was looking for rats because there's rats that live under the patio back there. Allegedly. It's not a legend. I've seen <laughs> those rats. There's rats out there. Um, and I was trying to call Mookie, but she was too busy laying under a blanket. Not a good cat. Yeah. We should have just traded. We should have swapped Mookie I for know, that cat yeah. in the backyard. Come on, cat. Come on. And then tossed come her on, out there. Come on. And then she'd be meowing at the window. Yeah. She totally would. She'd be just really loud. In. Yeah. That would have totally happened. Anyway, uh, we should have gotten rid of her. Oh, I already talked about your cactus, so let's skip that one. Uh, I want to make some pretzels. 
You do? Yeah. Apparently, all I need to do is make the dough, and then you boil them in baking soda and water, and then you bake them. So I need Did to... Did you ask Keegan for advice? I should, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Keegan. Keegan knows about pretzels. Yeah. yeah. I have to write Keegan. Keegan. He's his friend who knows all about pretzel making. Well, he knows because his dad actually runs like a pretzel making truck. I forgot yeah. about that. I should totally ask Keegan. Don't but make, I make them without asking. I want to make for soft. Sure. I want to make soft pretzels. I don't want to make hard ones, but I'm sure yeah. he knows. So I'll, I'll yeah. ask him. This is a great idea. Thank you for reminding me. For sure. Um, perfect. <laughs> so we have several Eames chairs. Eames chairs being the famous office chair from the 70s, which is very highly regarded for their design. Um, and I, one of the screws fell out of mine today. When you wiggle around in them long enough, the screws fall out. Yeah. And then it starts coming off the base. Um, so I had to screw it back in today. And fortunately, I remembered that I had spare screws because there was a bunch missing. And so I was able to screw it back on. Um, these chairs, I keep finding these chairs in the garbage. People throw away like <laughs> yeah. one piece or the other. Um, they're fantastic. They're very comfortable. You're sitting in one right now. Yeah, I love it. They're very comfortable. I hope we find another one to replace this other chair that's yeah, broken. This, this yeah. chair, I like the look of this chair better, but it's the plastic is just too old. It, yeah. bre- it breaks, whereas the, plex- uh, the fiberglass that the Eames chairs are made of really like stands the test of time. So it's too bad because we'll this, this chair is so much cooler. It's cool. Yeah, it's just broken. Whatever. Sad. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Um, <laughs> we started watching Tampopo. Oh, yeah. Tampopo is a movie from uh, Japan from 1985. I don't know the name of the director offhand. It's a fantastic movie. If you ever went to art school or any kind of took any kind of film class, they definitely mentioned it because it's a very well-regarded film for that. And... Uh, we started watching that, and how did you enjoy it so far? I'm liking it. It's really interesting, and I want to watch the rest of it at it's, some point. It's extremely um, dense. I'll put it that way. Like, there's a lot that you can digest if you're watching in order to digest the film, um, and it's sort of a Japanese parody of a Western film, which a lot of Westerns are an interpretation of a Japanese film, which is part of why it's such an interesting movie. Yeah, um, for sure. And it was one of Papa's favorite movies. He absolutely loved that movie. Um, so that's why I was so excited to watch it with you. And do you think you understand, having known Papa, why it was one of his favorites? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can, I'm also just thinking of him bothering you when you're trying to when you were trying to cook anytime. Uh, yeah, you there know? was there's scenes where um, the guy is trying to tell the the woman who owns the ramen place how to do things correctly him having never worked in a ramen shop however he's like <laughs> literally standing there yelling at her yeah and that's Be more efficient exactly how exactly how it was cooking around papa at any point in time so that's uh very true to life i love it fun fun to do bad things <laughs> um okay sorry i'm skipping ahead i'm seeing that we're 35 minutes in this is actually a longer than usual episode so i'm going to skip a couple uh, we have this one stale carrot that I've been chewing on. Do you think we should try and make that carrot bacon? I don't... I'm not really, in, I'm not really interested in the carrot bacon. You want to get some liquid smoke? No, not really. We can try it. Uh. Alright, we'll go to the next door. Daily Double. Uh, did you see that um, J-Lo and A-Rod are trying to buy the Mets? 
I saw that headline and I didn't click on it because I thought it was just going to be fluff. They're actually trying to put together a deal to buy Metro the Met. for sale? Well, they put together a deal last fall and it fell through. But this deal that they're putting together now sounds like it might be enough. Oh, wow. So How do you that feel about a, that? I, I kind of feel like that's all right. Number one, um, a lot Jen, of the, Jenny from the block. Yeah, Mets, well, it's a uh, well, and a rod with the Mets. It doesn't make any sense. It's a rod, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't make any sense based on affiliations, but right. it is the team in New York that they could possibly yeah. buy. Um, I'd be okay with it. I, they'd be buying a probable like minority, but very public stake, right? And the Mets, uh, in general, could use a little more publicity in the city because they're definitely team number 2B, whereas Yankees are team number one. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be fine. Um, I'll have to hear more about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't it's have an, any it's issue It's definitely with it. interesting news. The owners in the MLB right now are just atrocious in general. Are they? They're all, a lot of them are not spending enough money on the, the actual that like ball playing staff yeah and they're just raking in cash because so many people are going to the games um in colorado in particular the rockies are just a money like they're spending like 30 i can't remember the last last year i saw was like 23 million or something on staff and then they're raking in 450 500 million in in ticket sales and whatnot so it's ridiculous they they should spend more money on the product actually try and compete to win if that's what the point of right. the league is. Yeah, so, that's the point. I don't know. I feel like they, they might be a good uh, way to step the Mets profile up. So that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. How is Bobby formed? Um, that's it, actually. That okay. was the last segment. <laughs> that's it. Let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. You're off tomorrow. Really Saturday. Excited. Yeah, day it's off. a weekend. It's a weekend, guys. It's a weekend. The weekend only comes once a week. <laughs>